morning, everyone, and welcome to this, the Legion Myth Weekly Live Stream. Coming at you live, the 3rd of February, 2018. If you're not here at the 3rd of February, 2018, it's not live, but it's still coming at you. It has velocity and angular momentum. Vectors and it such. It has a vector towards you. And guiding that vector, like the Missile Command host they are, Alex Garthon Marsh and Brett Heathen Dog Grissomer. Hello, everyone. I, we hope you, we find you well. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know what? I'm speaking of Missile Command. It just made me think. I miss uh -oh. the art that the original like Atari 2600 games had. Not like the style of the, the in game, but like the cover art for the cartridges and stuff. Oh right, yes, yes, yes. That was yes, some freaking yes. awesome art, man. It's true. It's true. I mean, the, they they. I remember a couple of the cartridges had like rainbows. Well, the, okay, you're not thinking of like the Atari on. cartridges. Those were made by like you know, Jim's Atari, Jim's Game Corporation. You know, because anyone could make games for the Atari 2600, right, which is part right, of what right. killed it. A lot of really bad games, like Kool Aid Man versus the Thirsties. Actually, not a bad game, <laughs> but you know, anyone like can make games shot. for it. He has some really crap games. Oh wait, no, no, that 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 was ColecoVision. Sorry. Yeah, ColecoVision. Sorry. The ColecoVision actually was technically very good, but the there's actually recently I saw maybe last year someone actually produced a book like a large glossy full color book of all the original uh, Atari cartridge art, and I just need to get that book. Because some of the art is just spectacular. Asteroids, Yars Revenge, Missile Command. It just that late 70s sci-fi art style is just really incredible. Um, anyway, enough about that. Let's talk about what segments we're doing. Uh, he the Dog, He the Dog with RPG Review of Marvel Super Heroes Advanced Edition. So this is a super edition that Ooh, people are here for. Advanced. There are many superheroes here this time. Bells and and whistles, baby. In, uh, talking about Advanced Edition, which is kind of the only edition. Well, actually, there are other... Well, no, no, no. There, there is a first edition that came out in 84. The Advanced Edition came out in 86. That's true. And then there were other Marvel superhero games since then, but that's not what we're talking about. And, right. they, aren't, and they aren't as good. And, that's right, I said it. And in Garthon's comic poll, we have the Amazing Spider... Well, Amazing Spider, Renew Your Vows number 15, Detective Comics Annual number 1, and Avengers number 678. Every week, Avengers, oh my god! It's yeah, crazy. I know. But it's going to keep happening every week as long as it's good. And, you know, this week I only bought three comics, so it's on there. That's it. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have Renew Your Vows on there, but I only bought three books, so it goes on there. Yeah, I, th I thought you had bailed on that a while ago. You see, ago I they, thought I did too, they, when, but apparently me and Bob Nine and Fantasy Escape didn't have that. Did you know, I told him, and I, he wrote it down, but then it keeps happening, so you need to tell him again. But I only had three mm -hmm. books this week, so I was like... Well, Leave there it in there. Choices and, are made. That's right. And in the R&D, we're going to talk about Star Trek Online's re-engineering system review. Primarily right. by I, Heathen Dog. I, I have, that's right. Well, but yeah, primarily by me because I have been uh, playing with it for uh, for the last week now. And uh, I've, uh, I've, I've made some decisions about it. And I'm going to tell you about those. That's right. And you will accept these decisions as your own after you hear them. These are, these are gospel. That's right. These are your, now your decisions. That's right. That's why we do this. So, let's have our disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or offensive language. 
Thank you for understanding and continued viewership. Salvaging is the Lord's work, says Duncan Idaho. Ah, <laughs> uh, which actually made, you know, I am happy. I got to say that this week, the Foundry Roundtable is on Sunday so that Duncan can be with us the whole time. Thanks, Duncan. Exactly. Yes. And where, where's everybody else? Where, where's, where's Pax? Pax is busy. Know. He's busy saving the world. Saving the world, huh? Well, saving I guess that's world. more important. Like, like slightly. In a world where Foundry missions must be created, one man <laughs> leads a secret organization. And if you have the time and the willpower, you just might find the Foundry Roundtable. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So if you like, you can subscribe or comment. <laughs> now it's in my head. You can check us out uh, through Twitch if you want to subscribe through there. Also through YouTube, Reddit. Uh, comment on us. Let us know. Facebook. Uh, let us know what you're thinking through Twitter at Legion Myth on Discord, Facebook Messenger, or join our Steam community to look for us through Steam at steampunity.com slash group slash Legion Myth, or get the audio version of this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music, or find podcast aggregators everywhere. Uh, and of course, if you want to support us, there's always through Patreon. Patreon supporters get more. In fact, today, Heathen Dog and I were recording secret Dungeons & Dragons online episodes of us going through the most dangerous content we can. That's right. <laughs> Getting our butts kicked a lot. A lot, yes. Uh, you're, you're, uh, the, the first three attempts were... Uh, they they were learning experiences. Yes, learning experiences. Yes, they taught us quite a bit. That's right. And uh, n- number number four was the winner, but... Uh, number Garth five was OBS the winner. It, no, no, number so... five was the winner. Number, oh, no, sorry, number five was the winner, but uh, Garthon's OBS bit it, so we have to redo that one. Yeah, unless you want it. You can hear the audio version. <laughs> Yeah, that it's, is it's exciting. Only audio. It's only audio. It's not, it's not as fun to watch. Thanks, OBS. Uh, also, you can check our get help us through a Twitch stream subscription, a Streamlabs donation directly through PayPal, or getting our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com. And I do have the shirt this week. Very nice, the yes. bright yellow. And I do not. That's okay. Because it's cold. Well, you know, you can't do this. You can't wear the shirt every week. You know, you have to wash it at some point. But we are working on that technology, so it will not have to happen. We're we're trying to create Elvis clothing where sweat actually cleans actually, that actually, fabric. I remember I remember for a while in uh, in, in tech school, I uh, instead of washing my my BDU shirts, I just sprayed them with Lysol, and then hung them out. That's tech school. No, no, uh, yeah, well that's, that's tech school because you don't want to you know. Yeah, I don't want to bother. Don't want to bother. Tech with school that. sucked. But I did find out that after a while, uh, that whole uh, cautionary tale on the on the on the spray can. <laughs> About skin irritation. <laughs> it no, comes true. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no my joke. gosh. All right. So with that disturbing image, let's talk about Heathen Dogs, Tabletop Gaming Fundamentals, Marvel Superheroes Advanced Edition. That's right, everyone. And uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I chose uh, Marvel Superheroes uh, Advanced Edition because, well, it's it's a very different game. It's it's different than any other game I played. Just a, a I don't know play style. I guess the I don't know play style. The mechanics just, are very different. Yeah, the play yes, style yeah. is very different. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for the the actual mechanics of the game are just unprecedented, really. And before we get into that, we're going to get into the particulars. This advanced edition came out in advanced addiction. <gasps> you must really like this game. A, 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 Edition. Edition? Yes, edition. You said addiction, which... I did? Oh, advanced yeah. addiction. Oh, right here. No. <laughs> uh, and it was uh, published by TSR Incorporated when it still existed. 
right? Which and, now uh, no longer. Well, TSR had yeah. to die. They killed themselves. Yeah, yeah, but that's a longer story. Anyway, oh, we, I can uh, get original, into that story. Yeah, the original publisher was publisher was Random House Incorporated, and then they merged with Penguin Publishing to become Penguin Random House, and that's a thing too. I need to now, write you, that down. You can get it on eBay for between twenty five and sixty five dollars, uh, varying levels of wear and tear. Uh, as of two days ago, for the there was a lot for the for the between twenty five and forty five dollar price range where it came with not only the original box set but several of the of the uh, actual uh, published adventures as well, and in fairly fairly good condition. So yeah, if if you uh, if you like this, then check out eBay afterward. Now you can again download this for free PDF versions on the web i'm not telling you where not gonna do that because i know we know that you're not capable of google searches on your own out there yes you're not capable of that you would never do that but you can't buy it that's the thing though it's one thing it's like if you're taking money from publishers but you can't yeah it you yeah it's you can't buy it anymore except from people who bought it already so it's it yeah you're not the publisher's never making money off this again it's just the whole idea of downloading copyrighted things and using that is not right. It's a game from 30 years ago from a publisher who doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So, whatever. Designed by a company that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So, I don't I don't think the FBI is going to come knocking down your door. Disney's not going to send the mouse police over. No, they're not. So, I'm going to tell you about it. All right. Now, uh, the, the initial grab of this game is that it comes with a slew of... Of, of heroes and villains that you can just step into. Uh, the, it has these uh, these uh, sheets that you can cut out, and it gives you the stats, powers, and abilities of all of your quote unquote favorite heroes. Here, I just I just chose one line that had X Men on it. Well, it also right. came with the little standees as well, if I recall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is it is uh, it is like I said, it's played it's made to be played on a grid type map where you have areas. You know, it's like a. a well, they they weren't actually uh, hexagonal or square. They were they were weird polygon to, uh, shapes depending on the map. Like if you were an outdoor map, all all of the areas would be uh, different kind. Of, like one would be a rhombus, the other would be a, a triangle. You know, but they would all fit together. You know, but they would all be different areas, and you you can only move so many areas per turn, and your powers uh, have a distance of so many areas. But uh, these area, I, the area ideas are easily trans transferable into feet or yards. Uh, Doug Knight says, "How flexible is this one? Could one say reenact Secret Empire the right way?" Y- yes. I'll let you answer. Yes, yes, you actually could. I it mean, is uh, highly it, flexible. It, 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 would, it would be in 1986 power levels. But uh, Captain America's here, and uh, give him Aim the is here. Hydra, Hydra's represented in uh, in, in in one of the uh, supplementary uh, adventures. Yep, yep. So, yeah, you could do it and do it better. And uh let's see. Do do do. He's a convertible. Yep, yeah, that's it. Okay. Let's let's uh let's go to the next Cyclops slide. Cyclops Mars and... A and C. I find that hard to believe, but I guess he does. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, sorry. Now, here is where the system gets different. It is a it is a D100 or percentile uh, dice. For percentile dice for rolling, but and that that's the only dice you need. You need two 10-sided of a different color or or actual percentile 10 sided dice and you can you can play the game each person gets uh, gets a set of those and now, just so you know if you bring two transparent d10s and say one is slightly 
less transparent, you'll just make people mad at you. Don't yeah. ask me how I know. <laughs> but no, no, I've no, no. Heard... That, that, that's the tens. This is the ones, obviously. Obviously. No, that doesn't work out. No, they no don't but work. anyway, and as, as you can see from this chart, uh, you have you have ranks for either your abilities or your powers that range from shift zero, which is the worst, and to beyond level on the on the on the. You will far, never have anything at beyond. Right. Just accept you'll never it. Beyond that, and uh, you roll your percentile, and you can see that that on the left, on the going from uh, the up up to down the left, and you get a white, green, yellow, or red result. This tells you not only if you succeeded, but at what level you succeeded. And it can get a bit cumbersome at first because uh, you'll get bonuses and minuses called column shifts, where let's say you have a fighting ability of excellent. Well, it's EX on the, on the chart there. And normally to hit someone, you need to roll a 36. Is that a 36? Yes. Nope, that's 41. You need to roll a 41. All right. Now, let's say it's dark outside and you are you have a minus one column shift because of low lighting. Well, that moves from excellent to good. And now you need a 46 instead of a 41 to get a, to get a green, green result, which is a hit. But let's say the other guy's on the ground. Well, now you get a plus two column. Okay, see, it can be cumbersome. And it can get a bit complicated, but the good news is that's the judge's job. The, the, he's the one who does all this. The, the player just goes, okay, I, I, have a, I have a fighting skill of, I have a fighting ability of excellent. So what am I, uh, what am I rolling? Okay, go ahead and roll. I'll, I'll do all the column shifting and I'll tell you what you got. And there you go. It's the judge's problem to handle all the, all the complicated stuff. The player is just there to have fun. Yeah, and unlike a, unlike a lot of other games, the stats are actually pretty unique. Uh, are, yes. Do you go into that? Oh yes, we're we're going to go into character generation. I will not talk about that yet. Then okay, then let's. In fact, let's go. Let's go making to your superhero. Which oh is my god, time. look at that! That's right. It's it's like it's like you saw the future That's or the amazing. slides beforehand. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you have to start by choosing your character's origin. Now, just like in the comics, uh, you can have a whole slew of of origin stories. You can be a mutant. You can be an alien. You can be a high-tech hero, like Iron Man or whatever. You can be an altered human, like Spider-Man. Or you can be a robot, like the original Human Torch or Vision. And then you roll your stats. Now, you roll you roll on a chart, again, using your trusty percentile. You can also roll randomly for your origin. You can roll randomly for your origin, but it, uh, uh, this, this game uh, is very, very flexible in that it's up to the judge and the player if if you want to roll randomly, like you don't care, just roll randomly, or you want to, hey, no, I want to be a mutant, or I want to be, a, I want to play a robot this time, and it the, the it allows you. The game says in the rules, if the judge allows it, you can choose this stuff. Uh, Duncan is actually giving us One Punch Man, species human origin, got bored. Human actually <laughs> isn't one you could choose. No, no, it but, is in the Ultimate Powers book, but we'll talk about that another. No, day. no, 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 no. Uh, it, you're getting ahead of you're getting ahead of me in one slide again, but I'm That's gonna I'm gonna circle back, put a pin in that. We'll circle back to it. Okay, now uh, your your stats that, that that you're rolling with your percentile dice, your your chart is dependent on your origin. Mutants roll on a different chart than aliens. That's aliens right. roll on a different chart than robots, stuff like that. Uh, your fighting, agility, strength, and endurance, reason, intuition, and psyche are your stats, and you can remember that by the acronym FACERIP. It's pretty easy. A little yep. grim, 
Oh, grim. And faces done wrong, but it's easy to remember. Exactly. Now, your health, which is your hit points, is your, your face added together. All your physical and, stats. Exactly. And your your karma, which I'll get into later, is all of your mental stats, your rip, added together. And then there are the, the, the two uh, special uh, statistics, which are resources and popularity. Resources, everyone starts a typical plus a table roll. And now I put an asterisk there because the high-tech hero has, has a special caveat on that one. That's right. Popularity typically is six. You start off as a six, but unless you're a mutant... And you get zero. You get zero because this is 1986 and, and everyone hates, hates mutants a That's lot. Right. So if people think you're a mutant, they automatically think bad of you. One thing I actually always really liked about this system was that fighting was a stat. It mm. wasn't, well, I'm using this weapon with my agility. It's like, no, no. You know how to fight with what you got. It's a stat. It's something you, it's trained, just like you train up your strength. You can train up your agility. You can train up your endurance. You yep. train up your fighting. It's a, And considering that superheroes spend more than half their time punching things, fighting is a stat. I really like that. It makes things a lot simpler. I just hit a bunch of buttons on accident. Oh. I'm getting stars everywhere. Let's uh let's see how it works. All right, so let let's roll up a character. All right, I decided I want to go with high tech origin. All right, I want to, I want to be the high tech hero. Well, there are all my stats, and I'm going to roll them. And as you can see on on the right is the uh, are the is is the the uh, chart that you roll that you roll all of your stats on. Now I have high tech hero. I'm rolling on column number three, which is the second crappiest column. Yes, it is. Column number two is for normal folk. That's the worst one. That's what you were talking about earlier. Right. I said we come back to that. That's what normal people roll. Right. Excellent is the highest, like a, an Olympic athlete, the greatest yes. in the world can have at something. Best excellent. You can, best you can be physically and, and, and mentally is excellent. Now, high technology heroes, they get one better. You could get remarkable, but that's, again, 96 to 100. That's hard. It's hard to get. Mm-hmm. But yeah, second worst. So let's see how I did. Well, for the most part, I did okay. Oh, uh, feeble agility. Yeah, feeble agility. <laughs> that I didn't like sucks. That. I I literally rolled a one. Really? I literally rolled a one on that one. Wow, that's, that's bad. bad. That's bad. But on the other side of that coin, I rolled a ninety-seven on endurance to get that remarkable. That's really good. But everything else is within the range of average. You know. Typical and good. Yeah, these are really average stats for yeah, a, a high tech yeah. hero. Yeah, uh, the, the typical the and good is are are eleven are are eleven to eighty. If you roll eleven to eighty, you're going to get between typical and good. Hey, so Pax, we were just talking about you. Good to have you here. We were. Yeah. Hey, Pax, how you doing? Now, okay, but uh, technology has its perks. Yes, it All does. Right? Now it says under high technology that the initial reason of a high tech hero is increased by two ranks. I roll the typical. Well, add two. Typical goes to good and then goes to excellent. Excellent. Excellent's not bad. Excellent is actually Beast's intelligence, and he's got like and he's three super doctorates. Smart. Yeah. He's got like three doctorates on his sheet. So hey, I'm I'm doing I'm doing okay now. I'm no longer just your average Joe Schmo. I actually, you know, I, I have some cred now. That's okay. Right. All right. So let's let's see what else we can do here. Uh now, I decided that I wanted body armor. Now, uh, for high-tech heroes, as, as a judge, if you are a high-tech hero, I let you choose if you want body armor or not. Because body armor 
is is a power in the game, but for high-tech heroes, it's special. When a high-tech hero gets body armor, it's considered a full body suit, a la Iron Man, like it says here. And it, uh, it can alter all of your physical stats while you're wearing the suit. So you can, uh, you can increase your fighting agility, strength, endurance, possibly. Now, since <laughs> my agility is feeble, I, I'm really hoping. I'm really, Man, I'm if really you roll low can... and reduce your agility by one rank, I just, you don't have a power suit, you have a tank. You just roll around in your tank. Yeah. Actually, in, in, in the rules uh, for character generation, you cannot go below feeble. So I literally can't get worse. <laughs> you can't get worse. I so you're, cannot, you can't lose even there. If I roll, even if I roll a 1 to 15 on the modification table for agility, nothing will happen. That's right. You cannot lose. So I am safe. So let's see how I did. Let's see it. Ah! Okay. Well, <laughs> that, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you got good uh, fighting to, though, to but monstrous fair, endurance. Holy crap! I, I know, I know. To to be fair, remain unchanged is literally sixteen to fifty. That is so, true. That is true. Yeah, but I oh my god, I rolled a I rolled a ninety eight on endurance. Monstrous endurance is outstanding. Monstrous endurance is basically like you can run all day full so speed. You don't have a suit. You just have a solid chunk of iron. That exactly. slowly gets rolled toward people. You you can you can hold your breath for something like twenty minutes. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. And that is well and, and of course remarkable strength is, is, is great too. You can pick up a car with remarkable strength. Spider Man strength. Uh you can lift about one ton over over your head. Spider Man actually ton. had amazing strength. No. No, he's the amazing Spider Man because of his amazing intuition. That's true. All right, but no, yeah, but with Remarkable, you could lift a car. I remember yes, that. Yes, you, you, you can lift a, a moderately sized car. With Excellent, you that, could lift that, maximum a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't do too bad. I, I, I did Other really than the agility. I, yeah, well, the agility, like I said, it couldn't get worse. This, this was the worst that could possibly happen. So I'm like, okay, fine. All right. So Everything what happens went up, next? though. That's really good. Okay. What happens next? Okay, so now I roll my powers. Now, as, as you can see, I didn't roll very well again on this powers thing. I got I got the least amount of powers possible, which is two. Boo. Now, uh, two slash four. Two is is the, the, the powers you roll in the beginning. Now, the, the slash that comes after slash, you're allowed to sacrifice things during character generation to get up to four powers in the beginning. I decided for this, for this I'm not going to go into the advanced stuff. I'm just going to go with two. Right, I got enough. two powers. Now, one of them, I uh, the me being the judge allowed me being the player to choose body armor. So that's one. So I got to roll one. So this one I rolled completely random. I, I I I rolled on what the category of power, and then I rolled randomly on which power I got. So let's see what I got. Now, did, hopefully you didn't change the slide yet. I did. Okay. Well, you, you said did. we said we're going. I understand. I understand. Now, what I was hoping for, please. Please, dice gods, do not give me any distance-based attacks because I have to roll agility to hit for <laughs> a distance-based attack. And I will invariably hit a teammate or the hostage every time. But luckily, I did not. I got regeneration. Which is based which off I endurance. Thought, yes. I, it, <laughs> no, actually, actually, recovery is based uh, off endurance. Okay. Re regeneration is not... Now, if, if, I, cho if, if I rolled recovery... It's a minimum endurance plus one shift. 
which would make it unearthly recovery, which yes. is which would be really great. But I got regeneration instead, which is which is good, which is good. All right. So now I have to roll on column number four of the attribute table to to see my initial power ranks. Archetype sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Ah. As as you can see, we go to the next slide. What what did I roll? A monstrous <laughs> body armor. Oh my god. You're just a brick. I exactly right. I rolled a brick. An excellent regeneration. Now, the way regeneration works is that you you regenerate your rank number, which in this case is 16, once every uh 10 turns, which is 1 minute. Now, in in uh games that I run, I I let them if it if it's a, if it's an even number, or or an, a, a dividable number, I let it happen. You know, if the number is dividable by ten, I let it happen once every round. At the end of every round, uh, normally excellent would be twenty. That person would regenerate two health at the end of every round. We'd have to. If you were on my team, I'd have to push you on to people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, so so far, I I'm I'm a brick house. You know, the song going your head. She's a brick. Yeah, that's exactly what I am. I hope you get martial arts or something. Or Aha. guns. Aha. We go to the next slide. <laughs> now we get to fill in the gaps. With you can't be hurt with monstrous body armor. You can be hurt. By Galactus. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> now I I I want I I want I'm not I wasn't getting into powers until until uh, next time. But uh, I'll I'll get into body armor for you. Body armor is most effective against physical attacks. Right. Uh, punches, kicks, uh, knives, darts, blowguns, whatever. Uh, it works It works at the rank, so 63. All right, but against energy attacks, you minus 20 points, so it's only 43, which is still very That's impressive. That's still over-incredible. It's still, yes, it's, it's still incredible. It's not amazing, but it's incredible. It's incredible, exactly right. I, I love how they name these things, too. Anyway, so I rolled talents, and the, the, this time I didn't goose egg out, and I got the average. I got, I got, uh, actually, I did better than average. I got three talents. That's now, pretty good. Now, uh, a high tech hero must is is made by the game to use one of his talents as a professional or scientific talent. So, as a judge, since I'm making you, I'm taking away your choice, or I'm, I'm taking away the random roll. I let the person choose whatever scientific or or engineering skill or uh, scientific or, or professional skill you want. You just choose it, and so I chose engineering because I wanted to have a plus one CS to my reason for building stuff. Just build build in stuff, and the, uh, for a high tech hero, you can add powers by building powers into your suit, which I, I will get into next time when you're building your secret base and extra weapons. Now, the, the wrestling and martial arts, these were randomly rolled. I swear to God, each time I rolled, I got fighting styles. I'm like, really? Really? Okay. Wrestling, martial arts A, which works great. I was really, really... That works really well really, together. It really does. It really does. Because I was, I was really hoping, no, I don't want the martial arts that, that, that is for, like, plus one CS to throwing. Oh, great. I, I go Isn't from feeble B? to crap. You know, like, uh, that's... Yeah, I miss. Yeah, I miss. I'm not missing as much because I studied long and hard to miss this. Actually, bit. I think that's C. I think that's C. Because D is right. the one that actually like is the Zen one that actually allows you to yeah. ignore armor. Yeah, you have to uh, for martial arts D. If you examine someone fighting for two rounds, you get bonuses to fight them. 
Yeah, you actually could ignore their armor. I know because I actually had a character hurt the Juggernaut with Martial Arts D by examining him, then punching him and ignoring his armor. Well, it, it, it ignores I, armor for slams and stuns. Well, I actually was able to hurt him not much. I did a couple points uh, down that made him stop and look at me. I was like, oh, like, that's uh, really? okay, that's not good for me. <laughs> so, okay, so those those are my talents. Those are the ones I got. Just so, imagine a mech rolling downhill and flinging itself at bad guys. Basically, yeah. yeah. So what do, we, what do we end up with? We end up with a new hero. And here we are, the, the new high-tech hero. You didn't name him. No, I didn't name him. As a matter Aww. of fact, uh, uh, if, you're, if you're with us in chat, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and throw up, throw up a name. And you can't choose Junkie on because that's been taken. Yeah, exactly. Put, put it in the comments. Put it up in chat. I will choose one of those names <laughs> as we carry on. Week name after this next. giant chunk of hero. <laughs> when, when, when I continue in, in part two of, of Marvel Superheroes RPG The Review, uh, I, I, will, I will use the hero's name that is either in the YouTube chat or the YouTube comments or the uh, Twitch chat. But here we are. Ooh, it's here, a lot of the super guy. turtle. I like it. Yes, he is a brick. He is, he is awesome. Uh, feeble agility. That's you, you really can't hold a plate. I guess. <laughs> well, mean, he just agility he, is literally the same agility well, as an infant. Well, you could always like give a role playing reason behind it. Like it's possible yes. he has some sort of like uh, physical disability. Yes, uh, yes, like multiple cirrhosis or something. Yeah, he, he has nerve damage, which is why he built the suit. Only because Darst. of the nerve damage. The suit does not increase his manual dexterity. It doesn't do anything. I can't but he found out that, wow, you know, when I'm in it, I'm really strong. I keep picturing and... that it must look like the sort of 1940s robot. Like yes, just like yes, this big like, thing with like these little arms. Type, type yeah, armor, you know. Right? <laughs> it's true. It's true. But Raging time, Rhino, that's good. Slot of the Super Turtle, that's good. Doorstop. Doorstop, no, I'm not taking that one. No, All right, no. now, next time. Ne- next time. We're next gonna take time. A clo- we're going to take a closer look at the the two uh, statistics that are not upgradable through through experience, which is resources of popularity. They're only upgradable through role play. Very true. Yes, and then we're going to talk about building equipment and building your base, your your, your secret hero base. Yes, we have all the mechanics for that as well. And and then then we're we're going to go through the gameplay mechanics itself. We're going to go through how how to grapple. How to what, what slams and stuns are. Well, also you know, don't all... forget doing. Uh, I just forgot that I had it in my head earlier when you're doing like strange abilities. Um, oh, uh, power feats. Power feats. Yes, we're we're gonna go over all of that next time. Character advancement using karma. Karma is used for both advancement and hail marys in augmenting your yes. roles. Like, oh, I really need 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 to save that that toddler that is going to be crushed by falling debris, yes. I can use karma to enhance my, my speed for that round to get to them in time. Yeah, I can't like say I've, I've had gaming sessions where the choice was down to, do I want to level this session or do I want to make this roll? Exactly, oh. yes, and you have to make that choice. And then at the end, after we've gone through all those mechanics, we will go through example gameplay. All right, excellent, excellent. And maybe, perhaps, I'll take pull out my books and I'll roll a hero, and we can uh, just look at them. We could have, have a team. We can have we can have a team, and that'll be our example gameplay. We we can roll on stream. Mine might even be more pathetic than yours. You never Maybe know. Maybe so. Probably not with agility. No. Probably not, but it'll probably be like reason or something. <laughs> like derp. Derp, derp, derp. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, there it is. There's my tabletop gaming fundamentals for uh, Marvel Superheroes uh, Advanced Edition. Now, I, I can't tell you the difference between Advanced and Regular because I didn't get any of the regular books. So, uh, I think the main difference was Advanced actually just had more stuff in the box. I think that was the big difference. Yeah, it just came with more stuff. That's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thank you very much, Heathen Dog. That was actually really cool. Uh, one of my favorite systems I haven't played in a long time. Makes you makes me yearn for it a bit. Uh, that was a system I played quite a bit. Quite a bit. With the Ultimate Powers book, which we'll discuss next time, because we yes, need to yes. discuss the I, Ultimate I, Powers I promised book. you it wasn't in my slides, because I wasn't going to talk about it, but you're you're so, you're it, so down with I am that, so yeah. big on that book. That To me, Marvel Superheroes is a good game, and the Ultimate Powers book makes it a great game. Yes, it, it opened up the, instead of just being on the world, it opened up the whole galaxy. Yes, and on top of that, you know, we got all the other, anyway. We'll talk about that next time. Okay. Stay tuned. But if you want more Heathen Dog about, make sure to check out Heathen Dog on YouTube. Uh, you can always check out his past videos, his anime and RPG segments, and his team-ups in Warframe and Star Trek Online with a very handsome host, who I will not name. Uh <laughs> With past, you can also check out his past streams of Star Trek Online with Buck Fats McCool leveling all the way up in Star Trek Online. Uh, Monopoly Plus, Starway Fleet, Amnesia Dark Descent, Amnesia a Machine for Pigs, Outlast, and Outlast Whistleblower. Many ways to watch Heathen Dog become tortured and laugh at his misfortune. Yeah, all those are dark. Especially and, this war of mine. I finally won. I finally won. Yes, he did. I did. I had one survivor. But that's still winning. It's still winning. It's still winning. <laughs> I, I might play again because because I won the game, I opened up a whole slew of of, uh, of starting survivor people options. So uh, the, the, this this coming Monday, I will probably start uh, start a new playthrough with a completely different group of people because I have that option now. That's true. So there you go. Yep, and also check out his streams of This War of Mine and Star Trek Online throughout the week at Monday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Ooh. Now, today I have avion. Avion? No, avion. It is it is Latin Spanish for plane or aircraft. It is tequila. That you're supposed to drink on a plane? That a, a well, it's it's a it's shot size, so I'm sure maybe, maybe it's a good market for well, maybe planes, and I can't get too high. Wow, you'll be flying after a little bit. Well, hope not. It's 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 forty percent alcohol. It's the same as vodka or. Wait, 40 or proof or 40%? 40%. That's 80 proof. It's the same as it's the same as vodka or or whiskey. That sounds hard for vodka. Your average rum. Oh wow. No, yep, yep, that that is a that is strong smell of tequila. Like a patron, you can smell it like that that's tequila, but this is whew, All right. Do you have a lime? Do you have salt? <laughs> oh, that my was goodness. vodka, and you said tequila. Wow. Wow. Was that vodka or tequila? I'm confused now. That was tequila. All right. Tequila's bad. Don't drink okay. that. Uh, that burns bad, but Patron is a lot smoother. This Patron is, isn't this named is after an airplane. This is harsh. Yes, it's named after an airplane. Maybe it's named after jet fuel. There you go. That's it. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, that's 100%. Get a chaser. Get some water. Good God. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, it's in my nose. You don't even have a lime or anything. Mm. Wow. I regret that immediately. Yep. Yeah, we'll see yep. how much we regret it later. 
Okay. All right. Go, go ahead. I got to I got to We yep. are moving on. Well, he the dog destroys himself. Let's talk about something else. That's right, Garthon's comic poll. Garthon pulls comics. Garthon reads comics. Garthon tells you about comics. It's all about comics. All right, first up, Amazing Spider-Man. Renew your vows, number 15. In an alternate world where Spider-Man and Mary Jane were married and had a daughter, it is. The Amazing Spider-Man, renew your vows. I'm surprised this lasted 15 episode issues. I thought this was like a six-issue miniseries. But no, it's still going on. It says part of the eight years later storyline. Basically, that's kind of silly. I mean, it is. It's eight years after the first 12 issues where their daughter Anne is all grown up. Or she's 18. Whatever. Uh, written by Jody Hauser, art by Nick Roche, colors by Ruth Redford, cover by Ryan Stegman and Brian Reber. Uh, this covers the best art you're going to see in this book. I'm not a fan of Nick Roche's art. It's not bad, but it has a style to it that I don't think matches the comic very well. Um, it's almost Saturday morning animation style. Uh, it's not very clear. It's stylized. I don't really like it, but it's not bad. Uh, the coloring is excellent. Things are bright. Things are clear. Uh, and But it needs to be, it's dark, but everything's still made clear. So I think Ruth Redford does a great job with the colors. Nick Roche's art is better than other issues. Still not the biggest fan. I don't like how he draws Lizard with weird, like, Stegosaurus plates on his head. They're little, but they're there. Um, main plot of this book is in the last issue, they went to have a family fun day and visit the fair, and the lizard attacked. They took down the lizard, and at the end of the book, the lizard says, like, help me. They're like, what? In this book, he's, the lizard's still, help me, and they're like, okay, why does this guy need help? So you actually get a nice, ish, a nice lesson on superheroing where the daughter, Anne Spinnerette, is like, look, I don't care. This is the lizard. He's a bad guy. We punch bad guys. We send him to jail. He was attacking people in the carnival. We need to punch him. We already punched him. Now it's just jail time, right? That's how it goes. And Mary Jane and Peter, well, especially Peter's like, that's not how we do things. Hmm. He's asking us for help. And the only people he was attacking were the people in his way as he's trying to get out of here. And now he's asking us for help. He's scared. He's not attacking anyone. And there's actually, I think, a nice moment... Where Spidey's like, Lizard used to be Kurt Connors. Like, Kurt, Kurt, listen to me. I'm trying to help you. Are you there? And he gets no reaction. There's no Kurt Connors in there. Kurt is mm-hmm. gone. And I liked how he tried that. And it wasn't like, oh, Peter, I'm still here. I liked how they avoided that cliche and just was like, no, he's gone. There's only Lizard now. But Lizard is asking for help. Lizard's not trying to hurt anyone. He just needs some help. Well, anyone that's not trying to hurt him. Right, exactly. He's just trying to get out of there. Maybe he has a nefarious plan to kill everyone and turn them into lizards down the road, but for right now, he's really not trying to do anything. And just because someone might have something bad down the road doesn't mean you get to jack him up and send him to jail now. So they end up like, listen, they follow him, and of course it leads to of course, a big hole, and she's like, this is a bad idea. This is a trap. Why are we going to a trap? And he explains to her, being a hero means sometimes going into the trap. You know it's a trap. But you're still going because there's a chance you're helping someone. There's a chance you're saving lives. You need to believe that and always, you know, with great power because great responsibility, he says. You know, I think, I think I've said that a hundred times. Yeah. But 
it might be a trap. It's probably a trap. But you know what? We go anyway because we have to believe that we could beat it, that we're better than it, and in the end, we're going to help people. And I really liked it. That was a nice Spider-Man moment. And it was also nice. Yeah. And also it was nice. Oh, oh, oh. He gets to be Uncle Ben now. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, he's being Uncle Ben. Yeah, yeah. But also his daughter has this huge reaction, Anne, of going, he's actually treating me like another superhero, not his little kid, Mm -hmm. but as someone who he's trying to train as a superhero. And she actually like, I need to pay attention to this. And so that was nice character development. Because I had thought she was, a, as a kid, it was understandable. Like, ah, I can do this. And that was fine. But now she's an adult and she was still being kind of an idiot. And I like how this, like, oh my gosh, you need to pay attention. He's actually treating me some, almost as an equal now. He's trying to train me. He's actually trying to help me. I need to pay attention to this stuff. So they go down. And this is when, to me, the writing goes a little off the rails. A little. Not like total derailment, bodies flung everywhere. But more like, oh, that's going to be a little maintenance there. At the bottom of the tunnel, there's a large tunnel, a cave, and in it are, like, circus wagons with bars, and in them are various creatures. Like, there's some mole men, some inhumans, you know, freaks and oddities. A freak show. Yeah, yeah it's like a freak show. Like it says, you don't feed the freaks at the cover. Right. Why would you need that at the bottom how did we get in the cave? They never explained that. There's only one way in, apparently. But anyway, in this so big opening tell. ground. But yeah, there's, there's not going to be a lot of visitors to your circus here. Just saying. Um, they end up encountering some guy in a ringmaster type gear, but it's not the ringmaster in the Circus of Pain. It's not them. Uh, or the Circus of Crime. It's some weird, like, steampunk looking guy in a ringmaster getup. And, you know, he gets the table, oh, you've returned my property to me, but I don't think you're here for that. Oh, oh, oh. and it becomes a fight. And the guy's just way too fast, right? He actually goes and uh, he shoots like, hits, he hits Lizard with the Trank Dart. He starts trying to hit the spider people and they dodge because they're, you know, spider people. they're spider people. Yeah. They dodge. That's they dodge. That's what they do. They have spider sense and they're super fast. They're going to, um, he does actually manage to slash uh, Anne's arm with a knife. That's attached like his arm and some like, pops it out. Slash him. But he's about to like lay in the death blow on her and Lizard actually jumps up and stops it. Um, at that point, they managed to like kind of subdue the guy. And he's like, oh, time to be to retreat. And he jumps in some weird face portal thing and it closes and he disappears. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, there's some weird statue on the wall. He jumps in and he's gone uh, before they could okay. web him up. All right. And that leads to, like, well, he got away. That's too bad. But at least they're able to rescue everyone there. And some of them are like, like, there's some mole people and some other things. Like, all right, you're probably up to no good, but you're not really doing anything. You know, some of these guys we know are criminals, but they were all imprisoned. And this guy was, like, taking their blood and doing experiments on them. That that was bad. So you were like, yeah, yeah, everyone gets to go. You're all free. Everyone's free. Just be good, for God's sake. Um... And it's okay, it's just a little cut. And you'll get a lesson about, you know, being a hero. Sure. Uh, postscript is uh, the ringmaster looking, steampunk ringmaster looking dude um, is reviewing, because as soon as I have him, like, okay, he slashed her and ran off, that means he's trying to get a blood sample, that's what he's doing with all these other people, and it, lo and behold, he has a blood sample, and he's like, oh, this is interesting, this is more effective than I thought it would be. Or more fortuitous. This is excellent. And then his illusion fades away and it's Mr. Sinister. Really? Really. 
Ah, that... Which mm. is one way kind of cool. I kind of like Mr. Sinister. That is kind of his shtick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... But I like what... Mr. Sinister in the 80s. You know, right. 80s, or early 90s. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If you're Mr. Sinister, do you really need to go through the effort to create an illusionary no, steampunk man, remaster outfit? No, have been a long time. You're and, way smarter than Peter Parker, for crying out loud. And did, where did you... I just got to think, when did Mr. Sinister sit down and say, all right, I need to collect a bunch of interesting genetic samples. How can I do this? Ringmaster. That's what I'm going to do. Perfect. Why? So he's, he's been collecting genetic samples for how many generations? Right, and why would you need to hide who you are? Why, why do you need to be a ringmaster all of a sudden? That's where it kind of, that's, you know... Yeah, it kind of goes off the rails. Uh, yeah. This shtick is beneath <laughs> Exactly, that's my point. Like, yeah. this is Mr. Sinister. He's not going to go, well, I don't want people to know Mr. Sinister is here. I better dress up like a circus ringmaster and go total circus theme on this mother. Right, Maybe he just finished watching... Ah, uh, what's that movie about P.T. Barnum that just came out? It's a musical. Then I wouldn't have seen it. You wouldn't, well, no, no, well, I didn't see it either. It stars Hugh Jackman. But Bob saw it. He said it was actually pretty good. But, yeah, maybe he just saw that film with Hugh Jackman as P.T. Barnum in a musical and went, <gasps> Circus! I love, I miss the circus. Ah, that's what I should do. Total, total. Total circus time. <laughs> I can't. But just, or 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 like 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 uh like BT says yeah it's clown fetish. Yeah. Doug, now that is entirely possible. His his makeup has always been a little clowny. And then Doug Knight says, well that's the makeup. I think this is his face. But it's a little thing to keep it going. If you don't create an impromptu circus to solve any problems, it'd be hard to get up in the morning. <laughs> uh, maybe he's always like kind of jealous of Apocalypse. You know, Apocalypse has the four horsemen, and he's thinking Mister Sinister and the Circus Supreme. Boom. <laughs> The Sinister Circus right Supreme. Itself. Just put it right on up itself. there. He's, <sighs> Yeah, I don't know about that part. Okay, so on the whole, how is this book? Uh, on the whole, for this series, it's a way above average issue. Mm. Well, for the last, since issue 12, this is way above average. For the past four issues, this is, of the last four issues, this is the best one. Okay. That doesn't mean it's like the best comic ever. Yeah. <laughs> but... I'm willing to give it three stars. Okay. For this series, that's good. I might even be convinced to go three and a half, but... <laughs> uh, after that sinister reveal, I wouldn't... Uh, yeah, I mean, why? <laughs> uh, and also, if you're Mr. Sinister, why not just beat the crap out of Spider-Man and his friends I right know, there? right? I mean, Mr. Sinister has beat the crap out of a lot of stronger yeah, he, people. He's beat than, the crap out of a lot of folks. Family. He's, you know, he's... Not apocalypse level, but he's close. He, yeah, yeah, you know. he is a threat. Like, like he, he, he's an entire established super team threat. Yeah, so it's like, I think you could take this, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. <Yeah. laughs> I don't. All right, that's what. We, that's what we get. <laughs> Three stars. That's all you get. Next what up, Detective Comics Annual Number One, written by Jay. All right. Look at the amazing retro style of the Curse of Clayface. Coming at you, my friends, for Detective Comics Annual Number 1. Written by James Tinian. Pencils by Eddie Barrows. Inks by Eva Ferreria. Colors by Adriano Lucas. This cover, my friends, brought to you by Barrows, Ferreria, and Lucas. That's how it's written in the comic, my friends. That is how I say it to you. Wait, wait. Three people did one cover? Yes. Come on. Well, you have a penciler, an eaker, and a colorist. Someone had right. to put shades of blue, brown, and yellow on a cover. <laughs> there, to, to, to be fair, uh, I, 
I think that the penciler and the inker did most of the job because I don't see a whole lot of different colors on this guy. You can gasp at the gruesome origin of Batman's foulest foe. <sighs> All right. Yeah, it's, it's very noir looking. Yeah, it is. Okay. Right now, Detective Comics are going through a big arc involving Clayface. Um, Lucas, mustache wax, best wax, just like your mother used. <laughs> so the... Nice. Oh, thanks, Duncan. Uh, in Detective Comics, they're going through a big arc about Clayface. Basically, they were trying to rehabilitate him. Like, the man behind the clay isn't really a bad person. He's just in a bad circumstance. But it's kind of been revealed that, like, the amount of, like, extra mass he gets from the clay messed with his head. He's hard to control. It makes him evil. Uh, all right, sure, whatever. It's been an interesting arc. This annual goes into Clayface's origin. All right. What's Clayface's origin? He was an actor, a failed actor, and he he got some makeup to to be able to, to change his face so he can get roles. And uh, the, the makeup uh, mutated him somehow, and he became Clayface. All right. Now let's add on to that. Okay. Let's add on to that, that Clayface's dad was actually a horror actor who was very skilled at makeup, who told him, never let him see the monster inside you, because everyone has a monster inside him, kid. Ah, glug, glug, glug. And you have the issue. So basically, he's right. kind of taking Clayface's 1940s origin story, putting it in modern times, so making his dad the origin of like his self-doubt and monster mm -hmm. issues. And then like he had a horrible accident, became deformed, went back to like the special formulation of makeup, and it just made him crazy and evil, and that's it. Uh, yeah, it was boring as hell. I don't know why they bothered with it. Uh, the two and a half stars. Next! All right. I'm sorry. That's... It just isn't worth talking about. Okay. All right. If right, it's let's... not worth talking about, why give it two and a half stars? Right, because it is, like I said, two and a half stars is if you put a blank cover, average comic on it, this is what you got. It's Clayface's origin story. We know Clayface's origin story. We do. If there's yeah. a slight twist, no one cares. Um, they try and do like a noir art style – Sort of. They don't fully commit, so it never works. Um, they introduce a bunch of one-shot characters who are all stereotypes no one cares about. Batman's there is kind of like, oh, Batman's there. Now I blame you, Batman, even though you had nothing to do with anything that happened to me. Sure. Um, it was really boring. It, it, I, it took me three times to read this book because it was so boring. I couldn't get through it. I kept skipping big sections. And you know what I learned when I finally sat down and read the whole thing? I missed nothing skipping those sections. Okay, the way you're talking is not an average book. Here's the thing, though. If I didn't know Clayface's origin story, pretty good. Everyone knows Clayface's origin not story. You, you think that's the thing. You say everyone knows this. Well, not everyone does. All right. It's just a very average book. The art's not bad. It's not. The writing isn't bad. It's not. The coloring isn't bad. It's not. Nothing's bad in this book. I can't point to anything in this book and say this is crap. But Except for for anyone who knows Clayface, it's just not necessary. The the, the book doesn't need to exist. Duncan Isles says, "I know Clayface's origin story. It sticks with you like clay." That's exactly right. Uh, but, yeah, it's just – it's there's also nothing to point to and say this was great. This was a good moment. This was a good scene. Oh, I didn't see that. Nothing. So it is 
average Batman comic. All right. It is boilerplate Clayface origin story. I need we needed to make it annual. Here you are. Mm. All right. All right. Next. Book. The Avengers number six hundred seventy-eight. No surrender. Part four. The third. In three weeks. Yes, they're it, doing it weekly now. Yes, yes, but in it, in their grand experiment. But it, so far, every issue has been great. Um, okay. Avenger, oh, I just ruined it. Well, next. All right. No, oh, the uh, uh, written by Mark Wade, Al Ewing, and Jim Zub. Artist is Pepe Raz. Who? Who? Pepe Raz. I am in ah, love with love Pepe. It. He is just. <laughs> I really am more. The more I read his art style, the more I love it. Every issue, I just love it a little more. This is great. Um. He's not photorealistic. He's not Mark Wade. He's not. He doesn't have uh, the stylized weirdness of McFarlane or Jim Lee, who had that stylized cool factor. Yep. Yep. But he brings an energy to this book I just can't deny, and I love it. Ah, love me some Pepe. Um, yeah. When, when whenever I think of Pepe Larraz, I think of those lazy sons of bees over at Doomsday Clock. <laughs> yeah, they can't put out a book every two months. They can't put out a book once a month. When when Pepe over here once a week is, is putting out a book a week. High quality work. High quality book a oh week. My God. And and those Doomsday clowns That's can't put right. out a book a month. Get your fired. Get That's out. That's right. Uh, cover by Mark Brooks. That's a great cover, too. It is. It almost kind of happens in the book, too. So, yeah. hey. I, I, I'm a little worried about uh, she Thor, uh, she Thor's right arm. Um, it doesn't it's, look exactly It's Them right. Thor? Whatever. <laughs> no, her, that's actually pretty right good. Her arm for... looks decent. like it has a butt on it. No, that's decent. That's actually right, actually, anatomically. That's where the it muscles like go. It has a butt. That's where the muscles go, man. Okay. It just that, looks buttish. It looks good. That's a good cover. But that team isn't actually together. Rogue is with the other team. Just oh, saying. right. Okay. Uh, did it's going to stay alive for me the book that I can't deny. It makes me feel the people move. Just feel that groove. All right. <laughs> I'm glad I don't know the song well enough to do that right. So, all right. Last issue, the Avengers all... The, uh, bunch of Avengers are in stasis. The Avengers that are left defeated into two teams to what the hell's going on as some energy wells appeared. Uh, as the Lethal Legion and the Black Order are fighting each other. You had one team of people dealing with uh, treacherous terrain led by Falcon. Uh, so it was people who could move. Uh, so it was like Falcon, Human Torch, Wonder Man. Uh, wait, wait, I got a list. I can look at it. It's amazing. Uh, it was... Oh my gosh. All right, Synapse, Wonder Man, Red Hulk, Falcon, and Human Torch. Synapse is an inhuman who is also a who is a mentalist. That's her thing. Okay. Uh, she's also going out with Quicksilver. Sure, because uh, because apparently she has some inferiority complex. Quicksilver's actually a decent guy when he's not all pissed Being off at the world. Yeah, but unfortunately the douche factor is kind of high. But when yeah. he's not doing it, actually she's a mentalist, so she can actually see past the douche. Actually. Well. Still, if you have to, if you have to be a mind reader to to, to, <laughs> to, to deal find with him. The, the the goodness in somebody, uh, you probably should move on. Um, well, in Uncanny uh, Avengers, he actually was being a decent guy for a while. For anyway, a while, for a while, it happens. He has his spurt. He has spurts. Uh, mm-hmm. The other team is the heavy hitters, 
who are in was it Manhattan or something? Anyway, uh, and that's Rogue, Femthor, Voyager, Living Lightning, or just Lightning now. Which Lightning is a bad superhero name. At least put an adjective on that or something. Something. An adverb. Like Shock Lightning. That, that's better than just Lightning. Black that's... Lightning. Oh wait, that's been taken. Nope, can't do that. And you're not black. Brown Lightning. Nope. That doesn't sound good either. Nope. Um. Uh. Living Lightning. I there think. you go. Wait, that was his original name. Um, and Her- Hercules Cannonball and uh, Quicksilver, who volunteered himself, who was actually saving all of their butts for about two seconds until Scarlet Witch. Pro- Scarlet Witch boned him. Yeah, yeah, basically freed Vision from his stasis, which switched the stasis over to Quicksilver, where yeah. he fell down and instantly got the crud beat out of him by the uh, by the Blood Brothers in the Lethal Legion. Ah, ball lightning, perfect. Ball light. Yeah, I like ball lightning. Thank you. That works. Epic lightning? Lightning lightning? Uh, what about a color? color? Green lightning, blue lightning, red lightning. Well, he's, he's, more, actually, he's actually kind of blue-white, so... Blue yeah. lightning. There you blue go. Blue lightning. That works. Or how about Nimbus or something? I don't know. Azure lightning. Ooh, azure lightning. Ooh, I like it. I <laughs> no, like it's too lot. fancy. Azure lightning, baby. Uh, so anyway, wait. Uh, yeah, uh, Quicksilver got the crap beat out of him because his sister boned it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um. LED lighting. LED. Right. We so, got, we, guys, let it go. Let it go. Uh, LED lighting's back. good. Well, the. All right. This picks up with the one team. The heavy hitters are already in the fight, right? Right. But the other team in Peru are still observing. Like, it's their job. Yeah, they're watching members of the Lethal Legion and the Black Order, who are Thanos' dudes, beating the snot out of each other as some weird energy vortex is happening. And Johnny Storm, Human Torch, starts having some monologue about, you know, if Reed Richards were here, he'd already have a plan. We'd already be attacking. Because he's smarter than everyone. Falcon does not already have a plan. Yeah, I can actually you can actually see him improvising on the fly. Wait, so basically he's like comparing them. He never says that Falcon's wrong, just he sees like Reed would already know what to do. Yeah. And then he that. starts thinking, but you know what? And me, I'm just standing here. Uh, that's not what I do. I lead with my face. He just yells, flame on and charges in. They're like, whoa, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> you freaking idiot, what are you doing? And they manage to stop him. Before I'm just running in there, as like these heavy hitters from both teams are beating the snot out of each other, cracking mountains, all sorts of stuff. Like, yeah, let's let's, yeah, let's sit let's back, and back and watch this. One. These guys yeah. are beating each other up. Let's let that happen. Uh, you know, back in Rome, where the other place was, uh, the Blood Brothers are like, oh, yeah, Speedy is uh, well, he's out, and they are about to pick him up and kill him mm. because the stasis that he's under has not left him completely frozen. Like the other ones, which they kind of explain later. Hmm. Oh, well, they can still hurt him. The uh, Metal Master goes and is like, oh, oh, hey, guys, you're up again. And there's actually a cute line where Femthor is like, uh, you are not worthy to wield Mjolnir. Return it to me. And he's like, you named your hammer? 
Like, just mocks her. Like, that's what? Well, it is unique, but, you know, I'm just going to beat the crap out of you with it. So he flings it at her again. You know, not actually touched, using the magnetic force of it. And right. Cannibal, to protect her, runs in front of it, says, I'll stop. And they're like, don't you idiot. It's like, no, nah, I'm not invulnerable, but I'm blast. Kapow. <laughs> <laughs> and he's out. Hit by Thor's hammer, and you get knocked out. That's yeah. what happens. And he's like, that's what always happens. Yeah, what's funny is like, Rogue's like, what are you doing? He's like, but I'm nigh. There's a lot of room in nigh. There's a lot of room yeah, in that yeah. nigh. There's a lot of wiggle. <laughs> it's wiggle in that nigh. Um, but as the Blood Brothers are about to like kill Quicksilver, uh, they all get knocked out by members of the Black Order. And the Black Order says, I can't believe these people are so stupid. They're letting the obstacles get in their way. Don't you remember there's like a goal here, you morons? And and that's when Metal Master, like, is, oh, that's right. She's right. She's right. I can't believe we're doing this. And just, they start attacking the Black Order, but it's too late for them. They've been weakened by the Avengers. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry, it's too late for the Lethal Legion. The Black Order just starts to wipe, just mopping the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, after they do that for a while, the... Uh, Black Swan tells... Some dude's about to die. Basically says, like, oh, well, all right, look, we're in a good position. Hey, uh, why don't you go super giant? Why don't you go grab that, uh, go grab the marker now, scores the point, if you dare. He's like, oh, if I dare, see my dedication. And he runs up, jumps up, touches the pyramid-shaped doohickey, and it disintegrates him. And then a big number one, bing, appears in the sky, because they get a point. Uh, they also lost a player? They did. That's part of the game. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to play that game. <laughs> well, don't um, so while that's going on, Voyager shows up as, as like, oh, hey, guys. I was supposed to be like, oh, God, what happened here? As everyone's all beat to crap. And Rogue's like, okay. <laughs> if your place where am I? Sit it out. Sit it out. The uh, So Voyager shows up. Then Rogue's like, all right. Quicksilver's about dead. Guthrie, Cannonball's an idiot. He's really hurt, too. These guys need to go back, and Voyager's like, I could port, like, one more time. You guys are stuck here if I leave. And they're like, yeah, we're still taking care of this. You take him. So it takes him back to camp. Meanwhile, you can see Brother Voodoo and Scarlet Witch are, you know, visions like, uh, uh, chronometer, internal chronometer failing, uh, 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 error. It's like, oh, no, oh, no, we're losing him. It's taking all my concentration to keep him here. And then Pietro shows up, blue, and stasis, and they're like, oh, no, he's dying, he's dying. She's like, Oh no, we did this, and she realized that she got her own brother killed, or next to. Next to kill. Yeah. Next to. Um. So. Meanwhile. The uh, everyone has realized, you know, the the lethal legion of Black Order take off, because the point's been scored. They're they have no business being there anymore. Mm-hmm. The rest of the Avengers are like, oh hell, if you touch that doohickey, you die. Um. Oh, we need to warn our other team that that will happen. So Lightning takes off because he can move the speed of electricity. He's the fastest one on the team and runs out the fastest to boom to go to Rome to warn them. Hey, don't touch the doohickey. Don't touch the pyramid. Don't do that. Bad move. Bad juju. Meanwhile, at Rome, of course. Um, well, sorry. They're meanwhile, in Peru. Meanwhile, well, that happened in Peru. Uh, they're watching the people fight, and then they're like, they're starting to want to kill each other, and then they jump like, okay, we don't let anyone die, even if they're bad people. Red Hulk starts breaking the fight up. Wonder Man starts 
blowing, knocking through people, not hurting them, not punching them, like using air, you know, buzzing them, so like disrupting fights because he's a pacifist. Does my own to die, break up the fight. Um, and they start figuring out the rules, like, oh, they need to touch this to get points. We're not what they're here for. They're here for each other in some sort of sick game. And of course, they're like, who's behind it? And you know, there's actually a line where earlier. Like, Rogue said, who's behind this game? And then it comes to Game Master. I like, I would have thought they would have figured this out by now. <laughs> like, he's just disappointed. Like, come on, you know. You know what's happening. You know what's me. Come on. That's why I chose this place. You guys can figure this out and help me out. Um, so, Red Hulk figures out, like, oh, they need to touch the doohickey. All right. Well, if I touch the doohickey, you guys will run away. So, good. He jumps up and says, might as well be me. Hulk, Hulk, get away. And he jumps up at it. Um, meanwhile, Living Lightning is flying at him, yelling, no, don't touch it! Uh, while that's going on, the other person flying at it is Human Torch, uh, who's also running from, uh, what's her name, Proxima Midnight? Someone who has a spear who never misses. And he's running from that. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to test the score the point. So they're all reaching, you know, Living Lightning is trying to stop them. Hulk's reaching for it, jumping at it, and Torch gets there first and touches it and gets disintegrated. And that's where it ends. With him yelling, saying, I've got it! And, and he said, there's still life in the human... Ah! And he disintegrates. The next issue, pre cover preview, uh, is him disintegrating. I'm oh. guessing he's not permanently dead. I'm guessing it's one of those, like, you get removed from the table type things. Sad. I uh, hope so. So, uh, I liked this issue. They've actually kind of draw this part... With like the teams meeting the fear and the rules, actually could have been condensed to an issue. I like how they're kind of dragging a little bit more. It's actually piqued some more interest in what's going on. Uh, they still haven't revealed the fa uh, who the game master is competing against or what the full stakes are. Uh, you can probably figure out why game master chose the game to be on the Earth because the Avengers he's hoping will. Yeah, th those are the pieces that he knows. You know. Right. Yeah, because the, yeah. the other guys with is always taunting him, like, this is a terrible place for this. You will lose. Ah, uh, your, uh, your obstacles are pathetic. And he's always like, I have hope for them. Trust me, I've dealt with these people many times. I, I know that they'll pull things in the end. You know. Well, yeah, you, you dealt with the A, the A team. Right, and they're kind of off the table right now. Exactly. And so you got to deal with the B team, and, well, there you go. Yeah, that's what's happening. Captain America wouldn't have touched the doohickey. That's all no, I'm saying. No, no, no. It's, it, it's, all, it's all JV in this joint. This yeah, point. you're on the JV, the JV team's trying their best. Um, but, you know. Yeah, but in all fairness, Sunspot would have known not to touch it, too. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Human Torch is out of the game. I'm sure he's not dead. I'm sure he's just out of the game. Because he's not going to kill off the Human Torch as they're teasing and bringing back the Fantastic Four. So I'm just saying. Uh, but I really did enjoy this issue. I liked the characters, liked the dialogue. The art really does a great job driving like the intensity of every scene out. I just, I'm still really in love with this book, and it does so many things right. Um, I can nitpick stuff like everyone's. You can say, "Oh, I'm so tired of the game master showing up." Everyone, another game. It's been a long time since the game master has shown up, and this is an interesting way of putting him. And I like what's going on. 
so I and, really, and you still don't know who he's playing against. Right, still don't know who he's playing. It's obviously someone it's someone like of some sort of cosmic level. It might be someone we've never been introduced to before. Maybe. But he knows like who the toughest people in the galaxy are. That's why he chose the Black Order. Who are Thanos' personal universe destroyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas his team is the Lethal Legion, who are a bunch of guys pulled together from across the galaxy. They're not really a team. And his obstacle is the Avengers. Because they're dealing with cosmic-level power here. The Avengers are generally not cosmic-level power. you got a couple people who are, like Thor, you know. Actually, everyone else whose cosmic-level is kind of pulled off the table. you got Thor. Hulk. Like the real Hulk. Well, real Hulk, but real Hulk isn't even in the comics anymore right now. He's he's dead. Um, He'll be back. They always are. Uh, you got Red Hulk, but he's only Hulk for an hour. And I actually find Red Hulk... I can't remember the character's real name. General Storm or something? I find him just incredibly entertaining. I just oh, love... He's, it's, not, it's not Ross. It's a different guy. It's not Ross anymore? It's not Ross. Ross was the Red Hulk for a while. Um, but it's... Uh, he, he, he got cured by... Uh... Yeah, he got cured. And this basically right yeah. now the Red Hulk... Uh, was kind of like a military, like we can make Hulk, someone Hulk Dr. for an Green. hour. Doc Green, that's it, the the, the uh, extremist Hulk, Doc Green. Yeah, he got cured by him. St. Reese would choose to create a, a circus Sunday afternoons to stretch out for a bit too long. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> so I've been really enjoying this book. I love the combat scenes. Um, I kind of like the Avengers' says, oh my god, what do you position? They're obviously trying to set up a reorganization of the team. So, uh, is there ever Marvel SFS or Captain Ross comes to the next Red Hulk? That'd be good. Yeah, that, pip, that would be appropriate, actually. Pip, pip. <laughs> uh, so, final score. I'll give it four stars. I can be convinced to go four and a half. Uh, but I'm going to give it four. Really liked it. It moved the plot along nicely. The shock when, uh, oh, that kills you. And then... Human Torch touching it. I was like, oh, that's not good for him. Oh, Johnny, you dummy. Yep. So, uh, four stars. Highly enjoyed it. So far, I've really been enjoying the No Surrender run of Avengers. Uh, yeah, just really love it. Favorite book of the week. And that is Garthon's Comic Pool. Outstanding. For more Garthon, find my Garthon's Comic Pool past segments on YouTube or my team ups at Star Trek Online and Secret World Legends with Heathen Dog. And also my current team up streaming. Uh, Sunday at 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, we do Warframe, and that's been fun. And on yeah, Thursday been. at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central, we're doing Star Trek Online. That's right. That's right. And soon come to Patreon, Heathen Dog Garth on teaming up and getting murdered at high at hard content, Reaper content. That's right. In Reaper level. You can laugh Oof. at our misery. Uh, but I have past dreams. You can watch those. Banner Saga is fun to watch me cry. Banner Saga is... <laughs> Uh, real great, great game. You can it watch is War Machine a really Ta- great game, but it it has some tough choices. Uh, you can watch War Machine Tactics to watch me cry. Yeah, that was a really awful for game. For a different reason. For yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was badly put uh, together game. Doug Nice says War for me, aka Ninja Man and the Axe of Doom. Yep, that's yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's yep. pretty cheap. Yeah. Ninja Man. Ah. Axe of Doom. Yeah, you're pretty the Axe of Doom. I'd shoot people. Yeah. And hope not to die. Far- Oh my god, I, I was I was thinking about what I wanted for dinner and then my brains are all over the floor. What happened? <laughs> but but people who I kill, they all see it coming. They're yeah, like they know exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt in their mind that they're meeting their maker. 
<laughs> Crazy man. All right. Thank you, everyone. And now it's time for the RNG, where Heathen Dog's going to regale us with tales of the Star Trek Online reengineering program. A new feature. All, all the tales. That's right. Uh, uh, it was a new feature. Uh, it came out in season 14. And uh, I'm going to give you the brief synopsis. All right. Uh, it's a mechanic introduced uh, in the anniversary update, season 14. Is designed to allow an, a modifier, which is uh, uh, depending on the rarity of an item, it has more modifiers to increase its effectiveness or give it special abilities. Uh, to be, those things can be re-rolled in a uh, slot machine-like mechanic at the cost of dilithium and a new currency. I don't want to say currency. A, a new. Uh, how would you put it? It's a currency. Salvage is a currency. Okay, okay. You, you, you can't really buy and sell it like you can dilithium, but okay. Yeah. Uh, called salvage. And uh, the the cost per roll depends on how much you want to re-roll, how many of the modifiers you have, and how many you want to do at one time. And the rolling is random, but it will not re-roll the same thing it already had. So you are guaranteed something different than what you start with, but not what you want, which is okay. Now, some items cannot be re-engineered. These are warp cores, singularity cores, consoles, kits, kit frames, reputation items, and anything that, that came out of a featured episode. All right, now, uh, the, there, there, are, there, there are devs on the forum that's saying, hey, this may come in the future. We're getting feedback. We're, we're, we're seeing how it works right now. We're, we're, we really want to add warp and singularity cores into that, but we're worried about consoles, kit frames, and reputation items, and featured items because then they it would change the basic functionality of these things, and they were special for a reason. So Very I get true. it. Very true. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Now let's uh, let's let's go let's go an example of what I think the reengineering has done right. Now. What, what you're looking at right now is an Elite Fleet Phaser Beam Array. Indeed. All right. Now, the re-engineering system has, bre has breathed, 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 breathed new life into fleet items, specifically fleet weapons and fleet shields. The reason being is because uh, the, the, the modifiers were, were, were good. But they weren't great. People were going to the exchange to find all the modifiers they wanted. But the, the cool thing about uh, Elite Fleet stuff is it's already ultra rare. It has four mods. That's true. Out of the box. You buy it for, uh, what is it? Uh, Duncan would know. It's uh, uh, 25,000 um, uh, fleet credits and... 12,500 dilithium, something like that. Something it's like around that. that. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I, I'm blanking right now on exactly what it costs, but uh, it, it, what it definitely does not cost like 50 million EC, which, which is, you know, so, so something, something that is now comparable to cost because what you can do is what, what, what I did here is this is my, this is my elite fleet phaser beam for my science ship. My science ship has very low critical chance, all right, because it is based off of exotic damage, and exotic crits don't go for off of off of the same crit chart. So I I spec this thing out for just straight damage all the way across the board. So it hits it hits harder, 
and because I'm not going to crit. I'm using space magic. I'm using black holes, Tykens rifts. I'm using tractor beams. I'm, I'm I'm using pets. I'm using all that stuff to 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 get my damage out. I I just want when my weapons to hit to do the most damage possible without any special effect. That's great for other people. You're gonna re-roll these things, and let's say you're 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 a big PvP fan, and you really love it. You can easily easily get between 22 and 28 percent crit chance per per weapon per attack. Easy, dang. In 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 uh in PvP, getting the right gear. And I'm not talking spending real money. I'm I'm talking get the right ship, which one of them is an anniversary ship, so that was for free. Uh, you 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 get uh, fleet vulnerability locators, and you spec them up to to epic uh, Mark 14. You you get a Tachyo kinetic converter that's uh, that you you can get uh, from the from the market for I think 30 million EC. But you and uh, and you you get the the assimilated module and the zero point module from the reputation system, which is just time, and and you can easily get uh, 26, 27 percent chance to crit every single weapon, every time it starts a firing cycle. So what you want is critical damage. Boom! Crit D, crit D, crit D. That's plus 60 percent critical damage. Now already. For 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 this uh, for this build you have for the things I just said you probably have at least a fifty to eighty percent uh, increase in damage when you crit. Add another eighty percent to that. You're doing one point six times damage every time you crit, and you're critting over one out of every four times you fire a shot. That is bananas, just bonkers damage. Highly impressive. Now, yeah, it is. And it's on the cheap. I mean, re-rolling one, one of these costs, uh, what, uh, 400 salvage and 800 dilithium, uh, Duncan? Quit asking Duncan. Oh, but he, 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 he wouldn't, he knows, he knows the numbers better than I do on that <laughs> one. He does. Now this, uh, this next slide we got is, uh, is my, uh, well, actually, I would like you to make this full screen for me so everyone everyone can see it. These are my two elite fleet shields. All right, one of them on the left is covariant, which has a higher shield capacity, and the one on the right is resilient, which has a lower shield capacity but is has much less bleed through to your hull before your shields go down. Now, I also put in at the bottom uh, what what all of the modifiers do now I have mine mark 14 epic and I didn't spend a whole lot of money doing this I waited till a uh, a uh, uh, event on an event weekend that everything was tech upgrade know, weekend exactly tech upgrade weekend where everything was doubled up so you kept all your tech upgrades the from the Phoenix and anniversary event exactly it was all on the cheap so it didn't even cost any dilithium because all those Phoenix got upgrades and stuff like that don't cost dilithium. Anyway, uh, the the really great thing about the fleet is the adaptive, uh, the, the the adaptive trait, which you can see both of them have. The elite fleet 
ones have the adaptive trait. The adaptive trait is, as you can read in the bottom, when your shields are hit, let's say it's hit by a phrasing, immediately you gain 2% resistance against phasers. You're hit with a phaser again the next second, it adds 2%. And then you're hit with a, with a plasma beam, you add 2% plasma. You don't lose that 4% phaser, you just gain 2% plasma. So every time you get hit by a certain weapon, you gain more and more resistance up to 20% to that weapon. Now, with this reroll effect, I can also, for the covariant on the left, I can add a resistance all from, from, from the epic uh, mod and resistance B from the, from the regular mod because resistance B uh, in, in, in PVE and PVP is, uh, encompasses the most used energy types. Oh, yeah. As you can see from the, uh, for, from the graphic below, Resistance B gives you plus fifteen percent plus fifteen percent against disruptor, plasma, and antiproton. And in PvP, antiproton and disruptor are king. That's what they are. Uh, coalition disruptors are king. Antiproton used to be that used to be the highest highest. Now now it's just common. And plasma in PVE is used by just the friggin' I think half the bad guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that and resistance all gives you 10% base against everything as well. All right. So it's it, it, it adds together with resistance B to give you even more resistance against the most common types of energy damage you're going to take. Now, I use the covariant on my uh on on my on my fortress ship the reason i use that is because i have i'm really hull healing heavy i don't mind the 10 percent bleed through damage but if you're on a science ship where you get a bonus to you you get a base 1.2 to 1.45 percent bonus to your shield capacity already go for the adaptive resilient shield array because this one is even cooler. You get you can get res A and res B, 15% across the board, along with the adaptive to give you eventually up to another plus 20 to whatever is hitting you at the time. This makes the fleet shields absolutely amazing. Amazingly powerful, almost, almost OP. I swear to God. The, the... Oh, PVE? Unless you're on epic, if you're specced out like this, you're not going down. You're not. And that's that is exactly what the uh, uh, the the uh, uh, reengineering mechanic has has done. It's it's breathed life into uh, uh, older older uh, ideas that were once great, and then power creep happened, and now that you have the reroll mechanic, the fleet stuff is much better. And as, as you can see, this right here is Duncan Idaho gave me a, uh, a, a plasma piercing beam rifle, and it was all critical hit, all critical across the board. Well, on my ground, on my, on, on my ground tune, I have uh, a 26.8% chance of critical hit. I don't need any more critical hits. I rerolled them all. I got the second best result possible. Three critical damages and one damage. The only thing better would have been four critical beats, which later <laughs> I did roll. So I have two, four, six, eight. 
plus 80% critical damage. And then I, I decided, you know what? Screw that. I want 100% critical D. I, I upgraded it to epic, re-rolled the epic mod one time, and got critical damage and damage. So I have a plus 100% critical damage on that thing. That thing hits like a Mack truck. People vaporize immediately. <laughs> and, uh, uh, along, along with my normal critical damage, I'm, uh, I'm up to uh, 268% uh, increase in damage whenever I critical, which is over one out of every four times I push the trigger. Uh, what do you think about the? Uh, what do you feel like the odds are? Like, do you think that like it's not worth trying to get like specific? That I got to roll too many times, or have you found oh. that your luck's been pretty good getting what you want? I have found that if uh, uh, if you are on say a very rare, very rare item that has three mods, all right, you are going to get what you want between three and five rolls. Sounds about right. You start off all of them unlocked and roll. <laughs> You're going to get one you want. You lock that one. You roll again. Oh, no, you don't get any. You roll again. Oh, you got one more. You roll again. Now you roll again. Oh, I got it. That was one, two, three, four, five. That's yeah, the that's, worst. That's about get. my experience with it as well. It doesn't do too yes. many rolls. I've now, actually heard people complaining about the uh, the slot machine animation. I kind of like it. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, you can see it. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yes, we're like, oh, it's too... Some people say that it doesn't fit with, like... If you're re-engineering it, why is it a why is it a crapshoot? Why can't you re-engineer it for what you want it to be? It's like, well, you are. That's why you're throwing the extra salvage and stuff at it. Exactly, you're throwing the extra salvage. But and the actual randomization mechanic bothers them. It doesn't bother. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't bother me at all. Now, uh, the the uh, the higher the rarity of an item, the the more rolls you're going to need to get everything you want because you go to ultra rare. Then like like right here, you get four mods instead of three. Right. Well, you're you're probably gonna have more average rolls to get what you want. You go to Epic, you're gonna have five mods instead of four. You're gonna need even more rolls to get everything that you want. Very true. So the rarer the item, the more rolls you're gonna need. A rule of thumb is if it's very rare, three to five. Ultra rare, five to seven. Epic. This one doesn't really go up that much. No, it's at that like point, you got so eight. many. It's more like six six to eight rolls yeah. to dial in exactly what you want. Unless you're just really unlucky. But, you know, on average, yeah. it should be. Unless you're dumb unlucky. Well, also, but... there's not that many properties that it could randomize through. It's not like right. there's 30 different properties it's going to randomize right. through. And remember, you're being helped by the mechanic that says you, you cannot land on, on the thing you started from. Right. So if you don't like the mod you have... You are never going to get that mod if you roll that. If you click that roll, it's never going to land on the same mod. Like, I don't want critical hit. You roll it. Oh, man, I randomly rolled critical hit again. Never going to happen. Right. So if there's only five things could possibly be and you're eliminating one, you got a 25% chance every roll. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're, and if, if you hit one that you like and it's not perfect, you can stop, move on to the next one. You, you, you can do that. Yeah. Like, uh, like for, for, uh, for the video clip I just made, I could have stopped right there. I mean, it was four critical hits. I didn't want any of those critical hits. And I got three out of the four things that I wanted. And that fourth one, it wasn't bad. That's right. I, if, if I didn't have the salvage or the, or the dilithium, I'd have stopped. I don't want, you know what? I'm going to take this as a W. Yeah. This yeah. is a good deal. So, yeah, I like the mechanic. Now, 
uh, D Duncan Idaho and I uh, uh, were, were talking uh, uh, earlier in the week, and uh, the uh, the the market has taken a drastic turn be because <laughs> I would of think this so. reroll mechanic. Because before crafting was a thing, and you had to start off uh, Mark II, keep crafting things until you got the mod you wanted, and then start leveling that thing and up. And hope to... when you leveled it, you got other stuff you wanted. Yeah, and, 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 and then you're like, oh, crap, I didn't get what I wanted. Then I had to start over. So so everything was so overpriced. Now you can get a very rare thing or an ultra rare thing with with just crap mods, just mods that no one wants, accuracy times four, whatever. And then re-roll it yourself for a comparative pittance. And now you have PvP-capable items. Mm -hmm. And so the prices have dropped drastically for for weapons and shields on the market get it now because there is going to be a market correction soon and stuff stuff they're, they're they're going to figure out a way to to make stuff more expensive again well so, pretty soon people are just going to start you know it's going to level out and people are going to start charging higher prices for things with all crit d or all whatever you know well, so, yeah, yeah, but that's the thing is, happen. you don't need to pay those super high. Right, it's not going to be anymore. super high like it was. You could do it yourself. Everything has come down. Right, the numbers are going to go back up, but not as high as it was. Mm -mm. Nowhere near as high as it used to be, but they are going to go back up. But right now, they're they're super deflated. So get it while you can. That's right. People are sad. Everyone's deflated. Right. All right. Well, thank you, then, Doug. That was an excellent look at the new reengineering system. Ah, uh, that's the end of the RNG. I didn't have anything for RNG this week, because I thought that was enough. And oh. I had nothing really that interesting to go into. That's stupid. Yeah, it is. But your your life is so full. It is, but, you know, no, I, we don't need massive discourse on some things. All right, fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, as always, you can check out our other members of the Legion of Myth, Max Leo and Elgarian. Max Leo streams. He's on hiatus until at least mid-February, so you get a little bit. His ISP is correct his stuff recently, but he's still working on it. Check out his YouTube videos of Tempest Citadel. And check out to join the beta on stream. It's been... Actually, gave us actually he, uh, th this, this one's out of date. He didn't change this. He is now streaming uh, Grim Dawn. Oh, that's started right. That, that's right. Started that yesterday. Exactly right. Grim Dawn. Was he streaming Dragon really Ball or well. just recording that? No, no, no. He's streaming it. He was stream. He streamed it yesterday, and uh, and it went really well. And it's a really good game. And the the uh, he he's running a necromancer, and the the uh, the pet mechanic is almost as as op as the as the pale master skelly pet. Oh, neat. Duncan says his RNG is in SSF. The two part story is being condensed to one. Lessons from Secret Empire and Batman v Superman. Just get to the point. Exactly. Oh, I could say something in RNG. I got oh. something. Okay. If you play Neverwinter, the, uh, Ooh, the cryptic yes. games, uh, my Foundry mission that I made a million years ago actually got published finally. Finally figured out how to fa publish it. Um, so if you look up in the new missions, Evil Most Foul, Foul spelled F-O-W-L, look that up in new missions. Uh, for the foundry there, and uh, you will see what happens when I write a foundry mission. So. Uh, well, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and uh, put that up in chat. Evil most foul. F O W L. Most F O W L. Yep. Just Boom. look up the word foul. It's the only one for some reason. I don't it's know why. It's the only one that has foul. I don't know there why. 
but look under the new <laughs> missions and you will see a mission I made. Um, I'm somewhat proud of it. It's silly, but you know, I like it. It's a good mission. Thirty. It takes about thirty. Minutes. Got four and a half stars. It does have four and a half stars right now. Yes. Uh, and also check out Elgarian streaming Shard of the Avatar Forsaken Virtues Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Uh, it's been a great resource if you're at all interested in the oh game. Oh my god, yes. Um, yes. And check out the Stride of the Avatar links of Roleplayers of the Avatar, rpota.com, and help with Stride of the Avatar, sodahelp.org. So definitely excellent resources for a really fascinating game coming out. Stride of the Avatar was a game that for years I was like kind of looking at it like, eh, whatever. But the more I see Elgarian do it, the more interested I am. He really is a great ambassador for the game and highly educational and informative and fun. Yes. That's right. So and Plus, every once in a while, he, he, he does a really bad British accent. He does. It is really <laughs> bad. I love it. I, just, <laughs> I, I it just, can't say enough good things about it. Uh, it's kind of like, it's not as, you know, it's not as bad as, well, actually, it's probably worse than my old time announcer accents. No, that oh. one's good. <laughs> I don't know why I, I like slipped that. into that. <laughs> uh, but thank you, everyone. As always, memorize our streaming schedule. Uh, almost every day, actually every day of the week, we got something. Sundays at uh, 8.30 Central, we got Garth and Heathen Dog. Mondays at 8, we got Heathen Dog. Tuesdays at 9 a.m., you got Telgarian. Wednesday at 9 a.m., you got Telgarian. Thursday at 8. You said it'd be 9.30? It should be 9.30. It, it should be it should be 8.30, actually, shouldn't it? 8.30, yes. should be 8.30, Friday at noon. And then, of course, you got your live stream, baby, right here with us. 8 Central, 9 Eastern. As always, remember, like, subscribe, comment upon this video and all of our others. You can do so through Twitch, twitch.tv slash leashofmyth, through YouTube, www.youtube.com slash c slash leashofmyth underscore page. Just go to YouTube, type leashofmyth. Our Reddit page. Our Facebook page. Join us. Talk with us. You can tweet us at Legion of Myth. We will tweet you back or follow you. Help you out. Everyone loves it. Uh, through Discord, join our groups and join our Steam community at steamcommunity.com slash group slash Legion of Myth. The audio version of this is available through SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and fine podcast aggregators everywhere. We thank all of our supporters so much. Uh, that's why we are preparing new Patreon content for our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash Don't forget to Twitch stream subscriptions dice, twitch.tv slash A donation, twitch.streamlabs.com slash Direct through PayPal, paypal.me slash Or getting our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Impress all those who you have special interest in, for whatever reason that may be. Valentine's Day is coming, folks. What better way to say I love you than with the Legion of the T-shirt? Oh, yeah. Oh, especially the one in the top right. Look at that. Look <laughs> and at that. Give that to your honey, and thank, you're 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 getting your stinger wet. Thanks for top set. subscribers. Baldahar, Sean Butts through Twitch, through Patreon, Hicks two hundred six, Sheriff Elgarian, and the Streamlabs, Baldahar, Erwin Rommel, the Cool's Harem, the Magical Cat Girl Fanboy, Spectral Fire, the Level Nine Cat, <laughs> Level Ninety Nine Cat Girl Armor Lover, Heathen Dog, and through PayPal, yeah. Alan. 51. Thank you so much. It's your generous contributions that keeps this rolling on and on. Thank you everyone so much. Thank you for paying attention. If you have suggestions, always, always, let us know. And as always, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great day.